0: Oh, and welcome to another edition of the GBA podcast where we talk to people in and around the sports and health and fitness industry about getting active and out and about. I'm joined here again by GB Active founder and owner Patrick how are you doing?
1: I uh, Phil yeah not bad how are you? Yeah good thank you. Thanks. How have you been? I'm um, good. Um, I'm sort of on cloud nine at the moment. Because it's I been think an excellent weekend for sport it's it? has been a great weekend for sport. Um, actually I can't, I've been sort of smiling all morning today. Um, yeah, England did brilliantly in the football of course. Yeah, so the, the day after 6-1 against Panama. 6-1 against Panama. Um, England uh, whitewashed the uh, Aussies in the cricket 5-0. At the real Old Trafford. At Old Trafford. <laughs> <laughs> and um, England beat New Zealand in the rugby league. Excellent. And uh, England f- beat uh, South Africa in the rugby union, although I know we lost the test, but that was uh, still a much needed win, uh, stopping our drought. So it's pretty much a win win for England this weekend, which is great. We'll pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would to do that, mate. And it's hot. Yeah, it's hot. Um, yeah, I was sitting watching the football yesterday and it was pretty hot. I was struggling in the heat, but um, yeah, lots of rehydration, lots of water, Yeah, you know, which uh, which is really, really important. Which I'm, I'm, I'm sure, sure you did that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so where are we today? Uh, we are in Beckenham. Another tour of the South East. Another tour of the South East, but this time we're in a different cricket club. It's a Beckenham Cricket Club. It's just where yeah. you play your cricket, don't you, Phil?
0: It is, it's where I took my wicket yesterday, we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One wicket? My turning leg spinner, don't us. Late. Oh, okay. And how many runs? <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here with uh, another special guest today, uh, which is very timely as the World Cup is on. We are here with the Premier League assistant referee. We're going to say this very carefully. Mm-hmm. Constance Hazardakis? Perfect. 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 How are you doing?
2: Yeah, not bad at all. Good morning. Good,
0: mm-hmm. good. Um, so, as we said, it's the day after England won. It's quite a good time to be involved in football today. Were, England are on a, a high, it's buzzing. Um, so, um, we want to specifically speak to you. I know you quite well through we play cricket together. Yes. Yeah, occasionally. Um, badly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really interesting your story. Obviously, um, assistant referees, it's not the a told story as so, such. So, how did you get involved with that?
2: So I started when I was 14, like anybody, you, you, your dream is always to play football, not to referee in a football match, but um, I think after playing for a number of years you realise actually your dream might not come true and you want to still be involved in football and I became a qualified referee because my little brother's football team needed somebody to referee in their matches and I was very lucky to be involved something called the Charlton Referees Academy that kind of looked after me from a very young age and um, pushed me through really through the system and, and guided me, gave me support. So I'm very, very lucky. That yeah, yeah.
0: There. yeah. So that's in South East South London. Something. Yeah, yeah, South East yeah. London. yeah. Which I'm becoming more and more aware of the stuff that Charlton do in the community. They're, they're
1: pretty yeah, big at it, aren't they? Yeah, yeah
2: really. I think a guy called Jason that's in charge of it and uh, he's amazing. He's been on it he's, for a very long time now. I knew him when I was a young kid and he's still there now pushing it through.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they seem pretty big. So there was a point where there was a conscious decision, I'm not going to make it as a footballer. Was that something you really undernawed about and decided to go down the officiating route, or was it something that just happened?
2: Yeah, something just happened, um, probably subconsciously. I think I was always involved in sport, and Mm. for a long time I did both. I either played on a Sunday and then refereed on a Sunday afternoon, Mm. and it came to a point, I think it was probably for university, where I realised that... Football wasn't going to be the game for me and I still really wanted to be involved in it and I started going through, going through different promotions, a number of seasons being involved in adult football and it, it's a very long hard process to get to the top mm-hmm. and there's so many, I've thoroughly come to this, there's so many assessments you have to go through to meet a certain grade, and you're very much competing right in the early stages against 300 people. Maybe the top ten get promoted. Wow! So it's really good. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. And that's across the country as well, as a level three. And then you, once you go through that, there's a next stage is two B. And I think there's 60, and then maybe top four get promoted to two A. And top two A is where you are starting to be involved with professional football. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's the conference. Right. and That's called the National League now. And that was an amazing experience to referee on there. And thoroughly enjoyed it and in the background there was always kind of becoming an assistant referee and I got promoted into the Premier League four seasons ago and, and that's been an amazing experience. Been lucky enough to travel over Europe with mm-hmm. FIFA. And UA for competitions, and yeah, very, very lucky to be where I am now.
1: So, when you um, when you start doing refereeing, did you just what you just originally just started? You just wanted to do like you know Sunday league stuff, and it just yeah. happened that you worked your way up, or did you always have that plan? To no, work no, your way I up? never,
2: I never had a plan to go to no. kind of go anywhere. I was just right in the early stages. I think referees, it kind of, your dad was a referee, so you become a referee. Yeah. So you have a bit, of, you have a bit of a pathway to follow. Yeah. My family didn't come from a referee background. No. My family are very much hardcore Cholton fans. Yeah. The whole family. Oh, my mum played for Charlton. My uncle played for Charlton Academy. So they're very kinda of, my nan was a really hardcore one of the hardcoreest yeah, fans. Really? <laughs> um so, that, so football was always in our life and um to be involved in it and to kinda of see that as a fan, Cholton being up kinda of coming through the ranks, going to Wembley when they got promoted and seeing the, the joy my whole family yeah. had through that. Mm, and to yeah. spend a long time in the Premier League, I don't know how long they were there, but it was wicked just to see Premier League football on a weekly, weekly, in, week, in, week out basis. Um, so, no, it was never a plan. It something just happened, really. Yeah. And I think being involved, through a joke from Charlton Referees Academy, kind of gave you the, the glimpse into academy football, academy standard, the professionalism that goes with it, and the support package that comes through with it. That was the, the, yeah. the big drive for me, I think.
1: And so it sounds like your family are a big part of getting you into football in general and sport in general. Is yeah. it just football or is it just generally sport altogether? Or?
2: No, I've been very lucky that I've done quite a few sports at national level and I've played rugby. I played rugby at Harlequin's yeah. Rugby League. Um, I swam a really higher standard. I play cricket now, which is nice during the close season. So yeah, I try and keep myself as busy as I can and yeah, I'm very lucky like that to kind of be involved in sport in quite a few different mm. sports mm. environments really and you get to pick different things out of each one mm. and carry on and kind of carry over to different to the other sport and see how it works
1: absolutely and you also like meet lots of like different people as well along the way in different sports like um, in terms of community wise like you meet new people like you met yeah. Phil for instance I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad no, thing mind <laughs> you but you, you but are yeah. right that
2: I think refereeing is it's quite a lonely place because you're always traveling you're, you always travel to the games on yeah. your own mm-hmm. so I spend a lot of time on my iPad on the, on the, either driving or on the train yeah. watching movies so just to be in, involved in a team sport like cricket during yeah. the summer is, is a great yeah. opportunity to have a bit of banter yeah. and actually see guys on a week in week out basis where football refereeing any, anyway you're together for the match day you go to meetings every two weeks yeah. but it's quite quite solitary really
1: Yeah.
0: yeah no I can imagine yeah. So, you, obviously, you're quite a high-level assistant referee now. Was there a process of, I went in to be a referee and ended up as assistant? or yes. Was there a point when that choice was made?
2: So, last season, I had a choice to either, either go for an interview to become a football league referee. I would make a decision to stay on the Premier League and just dedicate myself to yeah. being an assistant referee for the rest of my career. And due to situations outside of football and, and probably me as a person, it was too much of a good opportunity to pass up. Mm. Uh, even though my dream definitely was to become a Premier League and FIFA referee, dreams don't always come true and you have to be realistic at some point yeah. and grow up possibly. And I make a decision to become a full-time assistant referee. And it's meant that I've had the opportunity to give up work, dedicate myself to training, mm-hmm. dedicate myself to fitness and be as good as I can be really. And cool. it's really, really lucky like to wake up not for the need to go to work, come here, do this, go to the gym, train, mm-hmm. do some yoga... It's a really nice balance of life taking my kids to school yeah and, yeah but before yeah. I was always rushing life was always a rush now I have to be able to have the ability to, to slow down yeah. and uh, and spend time just even just relaxing between matches And
0: I take special. it involved in something you really care about as well and, yeah, yeah. And, and,
2: <laughs> and without a doubt and to be involved in football the highest level to be involved in the Premier League the theater of it as well and, mm. and you're in it you always you always feel like you're in the in yeah. the game.
1: I can imagine. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's very special. Yeah, I yeah. can imagine. Yeah. And yeah, and just probably that's just leading on to you talking about your fitness, that's probably quite a good word to lead yeah. on that. Um, so obviously, you know, it, you said it's a lonely well being a if you're on your own, how you, and you travel a lot to go to different parts of the how do you get into that regime of staying fit? and taking your session. Particularly without, it sounds like you don't have a set structure. We yeah. do. We, yeah. we, so oh,
2: yeah. every week we have a set structure comes out from the Premier League. Okay. F- oh, yeah. okay. so oh, right, okay. Oh, so right, so right, they look after okay. that side of it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so yeah. absolutely. Right. We've okay. got three yeah. fitness coaches that uh, right. dedicate themselves to us uh-huh. as a yeah. group and they provide us with the, uh, training regimes every mm. week that we follow so we make sure when we go to matches we're not so stiff from the training Yeah. 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 and we're not still kind of recovering. We are in peak fitness for the match and then oh, that amazing. cycle starts again. Because oh, that okay. takes
0: away from the, the traditional thought of a referee, particularly as a group before the Premier League, where yeah you'd have a kind are, of are a, a, yeah. the, old sti- the the roly-poly <laughs> referee yeah, in the middle. Are, yeah, I think the
2: stigma of what, what used to be attached to referees is it's well and truly in the past. Especially yeah, yeah. If you look at it, now, there's two tiers of, of, of professional referees, mm, yeah. That and are dedicated just to that. And we are, we all consider ourselves as professional athletes and how we train and how we approach mm. our training as well, which is the key thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I'd say you, you have to keep to that standard because if that standard drops off, then you won't be.
2: Yeah, no, we we're, we're very right. close to one so We have yeah. our body fat measurement measurements yeah. every month, I believe, and we are very scrutinized on our shape and how we train and how we how mm-hmm. we how we look because mm-hmm. if you don't look right, the credi- your credibility is questioned straight away.
1: Wow. Oh wow. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Okay. So yeah.
2: If you look physically fit as a match official, if there's a system referee, you're automatically winning that game or persuading somebody that decision is correct and it gives you the opportunity to be in the correct place at the right time to make those decisions.
0: Sure. So does that give um, a lifespan almost? Obviously we don't see referees that are as old as maybe we used to, but is there a a period where people start thinking, right, it's time to give up, I can't keep up now?
2: I think the game's getting faster every year statistically when when we go through stats which we quite heavily do to analyse traits and and patterns in football the game is definitely getting faster there's so many more high sprints now I think there was 30% Mm -hmm. don't quote me on that possibly 30% higher sprints than the season before Mm -hmm. so the game is getting faster but equally we are getting fitter even though we're getting older but just to to have the ability to train and dedicate yourself to training and do the right things at the right time in training processes Mm. to get a recovery in now now I have the time I go to yoga two or three times a week. That means my flexibility is better. Mm. My injury prevention is a lot better. My treatment for my back doesn't irritate me anymore because mm. of I have the time now just to kind of relax yeah. as
1: well. Mm.
2: And not feel, not feel like in the past. You used to wake up early morning, train in the morning, go to work, pick the kids up, try and get ready for a game somewhere yeah. in between everything. Now you just have the time to do everything you need to do and just relax when you can.
1: And what keeps you motivated? Because I know obviously training can be tough and hard, but what keeps you... I mean, I know you, you spoke about the, the love of football and that, but what is there anything out that keeps you motivated? Um, so,
2: as a person, as a, have always considered my, myself to be an athlete from a very young age. Yeah. So, I either, even when I swam, when I played rugby, when I did all the other sports, when I played football, yeah. I always trained really hard. And I think my obsession... I've, I am undoubtedly obsessed with training. Yeah. I love training. I love I love being as good as I can be. Yeah. Either everything's always a target, even, everything's always... I won't just do a session, I always want to try and beat my last session, and beat my last time, either it's rowing in the gym, and I want to try and beat everything. Everything's always yeah. tracked, everything is, we, we train using um, heart monitors, hmm. so you, all your training zones are tracked, hmm. so you can see where you are, ah, and we, you can see yeah. if you're fatigued, yeah. and that that's a great way of measuring how fit you are.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, and it's like the runners, isn't it? When they do these sort of runs, that they look at their PBs and they try and beat their PBs. It's pretty much the same as yeah. So you, a, you
2: do you do a session, and you can measure how much time you spend in each heart zone, and that. Will, yeah. And if you consistently do that, a similar set. Yeah. You can measure whether you're becoming fitter or not. Yeah. And just by just by having that simple kind of stat on the computer afterwards, you can see where you are. You can see whether you're improving. Or you can see what you need to yeah, change.
1: Absolutely. And do they? Do they give you a nutrition plan as well? Do they help you out with nutrition, like the like a sort of nutrition plan, or is that yeah. all down to you? Or
2: I think we are all professional. We 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 have meetings once every two weeks, and every once every two weeks we have different professionals come in and speak to us. Yeah. So we had a I think before we finished for the, for the, our last meeting, we had a, a sleep specialist come in and speak to us about oh, wow. sleeping and yeah, right. and about when you're always on the way travelling and especially when you get so many different hotel rooms how can you get a set routine to sleep and that was really helpful um, so we have, a, we have a psychologist we have two psychologists that yeah. work with us to help us mm-hmm. I think when they like any sport when things are going really smoothly you don't necessarily need all the support yeah. around you mm. but when you invariably make a poor decision yeah. um, that's, something that's when you need that support network and, yeah. and that's when that kicks in as well yeah,
0: yeah. amazing yeah so I want to touch on very briefly was cool. the, the psychological side that's that steeliness almost I'm, I'm, I'm gonna um, I think magic's there's a lot of people sat behind you in a stand <laughs> and I've got to make this decision and getting it right how do you, how do, you do you mentally prepare yourself for that that stealiness
2: so the best way I can explain this to anybody else is um, is the Matrix most people have seen the film The Matrix yeah. when you're because we were mic'd up and mm. we we're using the communications kit we're, we're actually as a team of four on the pitch we're constantly communicating to each other all the time even yeah. though the game there might be nothing going on in front of me but there'll still be a communication between the four of us of what's going on on the side and my, my job as the assistant referee is to always help the referee yeah. mm. and provide any information I think is relevant mm-hmm. or knowing the referee's character to help him out mm-hmm. and make a, yeah. make the correct decision there so that the noise in the background is just white noise Yeah. and the reason go back to the major because once you're plugged in you in a zone you're very much mm-hmm. in the game mm. and everything in the background there's a you can hear murmurs as, as something in the background but it's never personal yeah and it's always just a kind of just in the background
1: yeah yeah
2: and that's the best way to explain it yeah. so when you come off a game you're mentally physically you're fine right, but yeah. mentally you're yeah, yeah I can imagine it's, yeah it's, it's yeah. two sets of 45 minutes of con- yeah. Con- yeah. concentration Constant, concentration
0: and how many in, in sort of obviously different times of season it differs but how many times a week are you
2: doing that? Is that... So normally once a week so we're, I'm very lucky to be one of the ten FIFA assistant referees And uh, so that means during so September, October, November December that's really busy for us we, we have two, two match days each month but right. you're normally out so that's when it's a bit more challenging to try and mm. juggle everything in because you're normally away for three days during the week so, for example, uh, either Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So you, come, you do, you're away for three days for a European trip. You come back. You have one or two days at home, and you're again travelling on the Friday night.
0: So that's international games, is it? International, international, international games. Sure. Yeah. So you,
2: that, that that's more challenging that time of year for training, yeah. nutrition-wise, and and kind of getting everything back to normal for the ready for the weekend. Mm-hmm.
0: And obviously, you've got the three officials at most. Well, more than three officials. Do you work as a team? Do you do you generally end up with the same people, or is it different? So. The, you mentioned about getting to know their personalities. How, yeah, so how much that, time do you get to know them? We're all? quite a
2: small group. This, yeah. I think there's 16 Premier League referees and there's 38 assistant referees. As a group, we're quite small. Yeah. We all know each other very well. We all interact at meetings very well. So we all know each other pretty well. So mm. The elite guys, there's two or three teams of elite yeah. that work together. And they are a the set team and they go everywhere together. Yeah, I very, I'm not in that category, so I very much... Will have certain referees I work with in a triangle of referees, and we work together quite regularly.
1: Just maybe I'm maybe so you you know you assist the referee because obviously you're helping back up the referee on the pitch. So you're technically looking at the screen, but obviously you still got to keep physically fit. It's keeping keeping physically fit in case you are need, in case do you are you so if the in referee's injured on the field of play? Are you the next person that goes? No, on? no. no, so, no so, so, I,
2: so I am a specialist, and I'm a dedicated assistant yeah. referee. So my job is, is to be an assistant referee. Yeah. Right. Um, the fourth official would always replace the main referee. Right. And right. The, okay. And the fourth official is a referee. Right. Right. It's, it's, even though they, they come under the umbrella as a referee, yes. as a match official, they are very two separate pathways, right? And equally, the skill sets are very. Yeah, different as was well. say, so it's a yeah.
0: specialised role yeah. that yeah. you do, and you're coached to that particular yes. role. Yes, so we've yeah. got
2: one. We've got a we've got a a senior coach that looks after us, right? And that mentors us as well. He a double kind of. Yeah, team and does that team. differ in the the training for a referee as opposed to what you do? It's... So as a referee, when I when I was a referee, we you would do a lot more kind of 70, 80 meter high long yeah. sprints. Yeah. Whereas a system referee, you're probably looking at no more than 30, 40 meters. Right. So the training that is very much different. The agility comes into a lot more because where it's high sprint after high sprint, but very short distance. Yeah. Not, you do get periods of rest, but a referee would be running up yeah. and down, up yeah, and down. Yeah, yeah. So very much a different energy, energy system yeah. you would be used. Yeah. It's all consistently short endurance sprints, mm-hmm. where a referee would be longer sprinting.
1: Yeah. So, so then it goes back to what you were saying about even though you're not sprinting on the field, uh, you're, you know, the computer, you still have to look physically yeah, fit so, in order to get. So I think we're yeah. still
2: covering about. I mean, the proximity of probably about three three kilometres. Yeah. A half yeah. of short endurance. Sprint. Yeah.
1: Wow. Forty-five okay. minutes. So yeah. Yeah. I think yeah.
2: referee would cover about six kilometres. Right. Yeah. Yeah. still sprint work, but being much longer distance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I was just saying because obviously you're not running around on the pitch, but you've got to still f- f- yeah, be physically fit. Yeah. Because we're still set.
2: Because as a system effort, we we start being on a train. We have, we have a set place where you have to be. We have yeah, to be on that sure. on that on that line yeah. on the on the edge of the field of play, and we have to be in touch with the second and last defender at all times so everywhere he goes that's my constant focus of attention so the constant focus is always three things second last defender where the ball is and where Mm. the referee is Mm. they're the three things you're always looking for always Mm. scanning for continuously
0: so something you spoke about is the amount of travel that you do and the amount of time you're almost away from training in the game how do you do you find the balance
2: balance uh, now now I'm a specialist it's tricky the balance is, is manageable now, you know, mm. it, it, before it was always a, a struggle yeah. to, kind of, to do everything, but now so like to, if this was a normal match day, a normal week for match days, the game would so start be training, i will be running today, I'd do some strength and conditioning tomorrow. Today's a Monday by the way. Today would yeah, today, yeah, yeah. Today, <laughs> <laughs> so be Monday, so the so, 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 game was on a Saturday, Yeah. Sunday would be recovery, some double recovery activities, using a foam mm. roller, gentle jogging, maybe some swimming, some cycling something very very low impact on the body after the day before then it's monday i would be back to running normally normally you do double sets on, on early in the week mm-hmm. so you normally do a high running hi set high and then you would do a maybe a strength and conditioning set in the evening on a tuesday you would probably do some come off the loan so no no more running on that day but you would definitely try focusing on some more HI, mm-hmm. either using the spin bikes or the rowing machines. Mm-hmm. And then and again, that evening again, you try and do some other strength and conditioning work. Then on the Wednesday, you do some high sprints, mm-hmm. some really kind of high endurance sprint work to try and get everything firing. Thursdays, Thursday, you start tapering down. Friday, start tapering again because you're traveling on the Friday. Yeah. So you normally try and leave for about midday normally, maybe one o'clock, two o'clock at the latest, Travel to wherever you're traveling. I've mm-hmm. now changed what I do now. I now get the train everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before I used to drive, and I that I was a mental strain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I I now just
2: getting, just getting the train takes yeah. the load off. You yeah. Get to there, get to your destination, relax, yeah. have something to eat. Normally as a team. Yeah. On the Friday evening, and then you get ready for the match on the um, on the Saturday. Yeah. And the whole process starts again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And what about on uh, say so you're on a midweek game? Does that change maybe, completely or do you just maybe we, l- take care of itself or?
2: yeah kind of. Th- in the early stages of the season it's, qu- it's quite busy with the schedule uh, but I think it all becomes a bit of a constant cycle you kind yeah. of stop thinking about it it just happens because mm. you're in such a routine you've done it for so many years it just yeah. works really well yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. 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 any more? Uh, no, no. Yeah. right that's been brilliant Con thank you it's yeah, been great insight so we have one question that we ask all our guests at the end of, of it what's the worst piece of sports kit you've ever owned? <laughs> um, no probably, I've seen you in a single at the cricket
2: uh, the, probably the worst sports game I've ever owned actually is, it's, it's actually quite an easy one I, it's when I played professional rugby I was bought a pair of pink night vapours so they were the very skinny <laughs> skinny ones I was very fast <laughs> so I, was playing, I was playing on the wind so I, did, I believe I could pull them off yeah. <laughs> and I was very arrogant when I played as well um, and they didn't last very long. They lasted less than one game. Someone stamped on them.
0: Yeah, no, that's been brilliant. It's really insightful. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, thanks Thank very, very much, go Thank you.
1: No